Exploring and discovering new places? Sick of being chained to a cubicle? It's Ridecast 24-7. Here's your host, Tyler Bach. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode two of Ridecast 24-7. Today we're going to be talking about people throwing up in our car. Now, if you're a driver, you've probably experienced this before. Hopefully not. But it's like one of the biggest fears I hear from people who are thinking of driving. Now, for me, luckily, I've actually only gotten vomit in my car once. There's a second time, but it's a little bit of a longer story, and we're not going to address that one in this episode. But the first time I was brand new to this job, it was about 8.30 on a Friday night, and into my car comes a delightful couple and their daughter, And the woman's got to be like in her mid fifties. Now they just finished eating at like some Korean barbecue place. And I don't remember much of the conversation itself, except that the woman herself, again, mid fifties, blonde woman, she was like bragging about when she was younger, she could put back so much alcohol. Like she was, this was like her bragging point. And you know me, I don't really like people who brag too much, but it it is what it is. Like who cares? She's talking about drinking. I don't give a shit. And as we're driving, we get to a stoplight. Just all of a sudden, she's just getting quiet. And the other two, the daughter and the boyfriend, they're still talking to me normal, but she's quiet. So again, the boisterous loud one has just suddenly gone radio silent. So I'm like, dude, what's going on? And as we get to the light, she's like, hey, do you mind if I get out real quick? I got to throw up. I'm like, yeah, go ahead, please. Don't do it in here. She gets out of the car, just all over the place. And I'm like, all right, cool. That was my first time dealing with throw up. It was probably three months or three months into me doing this job. I'm like so grateful she didn't get inside the car. And so we're there for like two minutes while she's trying to get this all out. And the entire time, you know, this light cycling, people are like going around us because there was nowhere else to pull over. I was always all the way over in the left lane. She finally gets back in the car. And the hotel's like a mile down the road, but there's a bunch of lights in between us. And she's like, yeah, I think I can make it. I think I can make it. And the boyfriend's like, you sure? We don't want to get charged this cleaning fee. And back then I thought it was like 250 bucks. So I'm like, ah, you know, clean up some vomit for 250 bucks. You know, maybe it's a good deal. Hmm, Little did I know. So she gets back in and she's like, yo, I'm going to throw up again. And the boyfriend's like, here, here, take my jacket. Just throw up in the jacket. And uh, that way it doesn't get in the car and we don't have to keep stopping. And by the time we get to the hotel, you'll have all the vomit out of you. Great idea, right? I thought we were all on the same team. So I'm all, I'm all for this. I'm like, all right, cool. She's throwing up in this jacket, okay? And at some point, I don't know what happened. The boyfriend all of a sudden was like, all right, let's just get out here. We're just going to walk the rest of the way. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'll let you guys out. I mean, maybe she's not going to make it. So they get out of the car. And I already had my next ride lined up. And as I'm driving, I just get this whiff of like this strong vomit smell. Oh, disgusting, man. Just gross even thinking about it, right? And then I turn around and like in the middle of the floor is just like a neatly pile, like circle of vomit, dude. It was fucking disgusting, man. It was so nasty. And I was like, yo, she threw up in this guy's jacket. What she must have done is had the jacket here with the sleeve down here. 
And all the vomit went down the sleeve and just went in this perfect circle on the floor. So that's the only way it could have happened. Because if you're throwing up, like that vomit doesn't just go like in a little circle. <laughs> that's what it looked like. It was crazy. This was a Friday night. It's like 830 at night. This was our prime hours. So I'm like expecting to make 150 to 200 bucks this night because I was working part time back then. And I'm like, dude, I can't like stop everything I'm doing. Like it's a Friday night. Let me see if I get this cleaning fee and I'll still keep doing rides. I don't give a shit. So back then, when you first started for Uber and Lyft, they really made you feel like you were going to get fired if you canceled the ride. So I had another ride lined up and I didn't want to cancel it. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to go to Vaughn's. I'm going to clean the car and just going to keep working. I got like the shittiest cleanup kit on earth. Like (laughs) this is just happens to be here, but like Lysol, I had like paper towels and I was just like scooping this shit up and I hate to sound like an asshole. I just left it in the Vaughn's parking lot. I didn't know where the dumpster was. So I'm just like cleaning this as best as I can. And I just go and keep doing rides. And I'm like, fuck it, man. (laughs) Like, I got to make money. And the next guy gets in. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, man. This last person threw up. And he goes, oh, I don't care, man. I don't even smell it. Because I had all the windows down. Now, I'd already taken the pictures, reported to Uber, and sent in all the information. They gave me an $80 cleanup fee. So again, I thought it was 250 bucks. And you may say, well, $80 is generous. It's your fucking car, man. My car. I went and tried getting it detailed as best as I could. I still smelt that vomit. I went to a car wash, like one of those do-it-yourself car washes. And I got in the back seat with one of those brushes, the foam brushes. And I was like brushing the shit out of the floor. That didn't work either. I swear to God, my car smelled like vomit for like six weeks after that. And all we got was an $80 cleanup fee. Apparently, the $250 one is when people really fuck it up and, like, throw up all over the place, like projectile. But, dude, it's still, it's still disgusting cleaning up a stranger's vomit. I don't care if 80 bucks is enough to, like, clean up the vomit and get the smell out. We should be compensated for the fact that we got to clean another adult's fucking throw up. Ah, so that was my first time. After that, I swore never again. I will never let somebody throw up in my car again. Did it ever happen again? Find out now. Cool, right, bro? So after something like this, I decided I'm going to be very aware and very cognizant from now on. If somebody looks like they're going to throw up, they're not getting in my car. Or I'm just going to be like, yo, stick your head out the window the whole time. (laughs) stupid like a dog you know (sighs) i've done that before i'm laughing that's why i'm laughing because i've actually done that before people need rides they got to get home i don't want to throw up in my car but see i'm also nice like i feel bad for people but i don't want vomit in my car so i want to help out as much as i can because that's part of what we're here for is to get people home safe i think back to a couple other times where I had vomit experiences. This is such a gross episode. I pick up these four college kids that all went to UCSD. They were all Asian kids. Um, There's a lot of people that come over from China to study at UCSD. And there's an area um, like by Claremont, Balboa Avenue. I think it's called Kearney Mesa. I, I, I don't know the name of these towns I drive in where there's a lot of like Korean and Chinese restaurants And there was this one place that used to be open till four in the morning that did karaoke. I don't know if they're legally allowed to be open till 4 a.m. because it's San Diego, but I'm not trying to get anyone in trouble. 
they, dude, so I picked these guys up. One of the dudes gets in the front, and I see, like, on the sidewalk, there's, all right, there's three people. This girl in the middle who's, like, blockout drunk, and she's, like, her two friends are holding her up, and she's just, like, uh, like, doing that, like, all over the place. Now, she's not throwing up yet, yet. She's just... Like barely being held up. And I asked the dude that gets in my front seat. I'm like, yo, she's not getting in the car, is she? He's like, oh yeah, she is. She is. I'm like, bro, are you kidding? She's about to fucking pass out or vomit her lungs out, man. I don't want that shit in my car. He's like, oh no, no, don't worry. We came prepared. We came prepared. We brought a bag. I can't hate on him for it, man. I really can't. They brought a bag. So they get in the back seat. She's in the middle seat. And as soon as we take off, it's probably about a 12-minute drive. It's not far. It's just more lights and stuff that makes it long, 12 to 15 minutes. As soon as we start driving, everyone, they're all talking. They're speaking. Again, I, I don't know if it was Chinese or Korean. I don't know what they were speaking, but they were speaking to each other like that. And her head is just in the bag the entire trip. I mean, just like that. And she's just like, like she doesn't even like pull her head up. I mean, it's just in the bag. They knew what to do. It's like they've been in this situation before. They knew exactly what happens if you throw up in an Uber driver's car. So they were prepared. I was very impressed. And I remember turning to the guy. I'm like, guys, I got to thank you. Cause you know what? You came prepared and it means a lot to me that you knew she needed to get home, but you didn't want to get throw up in my car. So thank you. I really appreciate it. And after like 10 minutes of her just, she goes like this, you're welcome. I love the fact she like picks her head up just to say you're welcome. Oh my God. It was so funny. I was, I was laughing so hard right then. Like the actual definition of when somebody lols, LOL, I was actually LOLing. Laughing out loud. I really was. It was hilarious. And I told him, dude, that's the funniest thing that's happened all week. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, they didn't get the humor in it. Probably because this is the drunk asshole that they have to deal with all the time. They're like, she comes out. We got to bring her out. She's going to throw up. We got the bag. Maybe she says thank you or you're welcome to all the drivers that thank them. So it's not funny to them. They see it all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I got them home. They did not throw up. It was awesome. I love it. Drunk Rider. So again, I've got a track record of excellency when it comes to not getting vomit in my car. One of my tricks, so if you're a driver, one of my tricks is just to be very open with people. Like, dude, we're on the same team. I don't want you to be charged a cleaning fee. You don't want to be charged a cleaning fee, even though it's only 80 bucks, dude. Like, what the hell? But we're on the same team. So if you feel like you need to throw up, just tell me. And I say this just based off of body language. If somebody's like, you know, squeaky, if somebody's really drunk, just tell me. And like, just to make them like not feel challenged. Like, cause you know how like us men get, we're like, oh, I can make it home without throwing up. I'm a man. I'm like, if you just want me to pull over cause you want to get a view of the fucking freeway, I'll pull over. Just let me know. So I'm really just trying to appeal to that, like, you could be prideful. 
Don't worry. I know you don't have to throw up. You just want to get a view of the freeway. Just let me know. I'll be glad to give you the scenic tour. It works, dude. It really works. There's times, though, where I'm just like, I just don't want to deal with this shit. I pick up this guy one night. I think his name was Sebastian. And if you're watching this, my bad, dude. But in all fairness, when you hear this story, like, I don't want you in my car. The guy gets in my car and he's just blasted out of his mind. He's like, <laughs> all right, it wasn't that bad, but he was just he's like, oh, man, I need to get home. I need to get home. I'm like, and I give him the spiel. Like, hey, man, if you feel like you're going to throw up, just let me know. <laughs> we're driving through Pacific Beach and we're going up to like Carmel Mountain. So this is like a 25 minute drive. And as soon as we're on Grand Avenue, so probably like two, three minutes from where I pick him up. He's like, bro, you got to pull over. I got to throw up. So, dude, I mean, like, I'm like, Arr! He gets out of the car and he's just like, blah, like all over the place. And I start thinking to myself, wait a second. This is three minutes into a 25 minute ride. I am not going to keep this guy in my car. <laughs> he's out of the car. He's throwing up. I'm going to cancel this fucking ride. <laughs> That's it. End ride. Zoom off, bro. Find another car. Start over. I mean, honestly. You could say that's an asshole thing to do. Maybe it is. I don't know this guy, but like I said, I don't want to risk getting vomit on my car. I never want to clean up another person's vomit again, ever. Including yours, Sebastian. I'm sure you're a cool dude, but your vomit's probably nasty. So I'm sorry to leave you stranded in Pacific Beach at 1 a.m., but I'm sure another car picked you up, man. So, Sebastian, that's the end of where our paths cross until I see you again, my friend. Interesting story. This couple from a brewery up north, like Miramar area, they're heading downtown, which is about 15 to 20 minutes south. It was late, like one in the morning, I want to say. And um, these guys don't talk the entire time. And I I don't even think I gave them the throw up spiel. You know, they just got in the car and it was just kind of like, whatever. So, (laughs) we're driving home. They don't say a word the entire trip. Like other than, Hey, how are you guys doing? And then I hear the girl like mumble something to him. They're in the back seat. She's just like, he's like, Hey, can you pull over? Sure, man. Do you want me to like wait till the next exit? He's like, no man, it's an emergency, but like super laid back about it. And I'm like, like slowly trying to get over on the 163, a big highway. And get over. And he's like, dude, you got, she's about to blow, man. <laughs> so then I just like cut this dude off. He honks his, at me as he goes by. And I'm stopped like right in the middle of like an on-ramp, dude. It was the closest I could get. And this girl just sticks her head out the window. Just <laughs> these cars are like beeping at me as they're going by. Cause my ass is in the on-ramp, dude. I was such an idiot. I mean, but like, what do you do in that situation? Well, obviously, you don't want to get hit. That was fucking stupid of me. (laughs) I should have just kept going another 10 feet. There really was no shoulder in this area, the 163. This is right when it goes to two lanes where you're getting towards downtown. So it's like, there's really no shoulder. I really didn't have much of a choice. I probably should have told her, just get her ass out the window. But I don't know. I just wasn't thinking in the moment. It was just like this. I was still pretty new at the time. So yeah, dangerous pullover. Almost got killed but worth it because I did not get vomit in my car. Thank you very much. Drunk Rider. All right, this one was great. 
I like to call this the bluebird story. It's so stupid. I pick up this guy in Encinitas. Now, this was a... I pick up this guy in Encinitas, okay? This was a difficult pickup. The reason why is because he put a location and he was like three blocks this way. So I'm over here at the GPS and he's like calling me like, yo, man, where are you? I'm like, dude, I'm at the pin. He's like, oh, I'm not there. I'm down the street. Normally, I would have canceled the ride, but I wasn't getting a lot of rides that night. And this is when they just had a flat cancellation fee. So I think I drove kind of far to get this ride. And he was going to La Jolla. So this was probably like a 15 to $20 ride. Like I wanted this ride. So I go to pick this guy up, right? And he's just, I don't know, man, like early 20s. He's got kind of like that like boy cut type of look, you know, where the hair is in front of your face, wearing like a dress shirt. Good looking dude. And he gets in and he's just so drunk, man. And he's like, hey, man, like, I, I got to get home. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's what I'm here for, bro. I'm like, hey, you going to throw up or anything? No, man, I'm good. I'm good. All right, cool. We start driving. And two minutes after I start driving, I just hear him sneeze. Just like, achoo. But it was like a violent sneeze. It was like, achoo. I'm like, God bless you. He's like, thank you. I don't think much of it. Until as I continue to drive, I start getting like this little whiff of vomit. I'm like, what the hell? He didn't vomit. He sneezed. And I turn around and he's sitting here in the back seat and he's got vomit all over his shirt. Now, it wasn't there when I picked him up. So when he sneezed, he sneezed vomit all over his fucking shirt. It was like the scene from the Sandlot when the kids are getting off the ride. I'm not even kidding. It was like the breastplate of vomit. <laughs> Just <laughs> disgusting. But he didn't get it on my seat. So I'm looking and I'm like, yo, dude, did you get it anywhere? He's like, yo, fuck you, man. Fuck you. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, bro, why are you telling me to fuck me? He's like, because you're going to kick me out. I'm like, bro, you don't have vomit anywhere except on your shirt. And he's thinking I'm attacking him. And he said, well, fuck you, man. Go ahead and kick me out, you motherfucker. I'll kick your ass. And I'm like, bro, listen to me. You didn't get it in the car. I'm not pissed. But if you keep calling me a fucking dick and tell me, fuck you, I'm going to kick you out for being a prick. So fucking chill. I Dude, I let him have, I went off on him. And like, it finally like clicked with him. He was like, oh, okay. So I don't know if maybe the last driver kicked him out or something because he was like super sensitive to it. And it would have made sense why he put this as a pickup place where he was three blocks down. They may have picked him up. He threw up and they kicked him out. So he may have been like really super sensitive about it. But I told him, I don't give a shit. It's on your shirt. I could deal with the smell. I'm going to roll down the windows. You just didn't get in my car. I don't care. Oh. So we finally get to like his street where he lives in La Jolla and he didn't put the right address, of course. So I pull up to the house and the address on the GPS and he's like, that's not my house. I'm like, that's the address you put, dude. Again, I was still kind of new at the time. Yeah, but that's not my house, man. That's not my house. You got to bring me to my house. I'm like, which one is your house? I got to go to the Bluebird. <laughs> this dude is drunk out of his fucking mind and he's telling me to look for a Bluebird at like two in the morning. I'm like, bro, where's the bluebird? He's like, all I know is there's a bluebird. 
street. Where's there a bluebird? I can't see. So we're driving up and down the street. And then it just finally gets to the point where I'm like, bro, you know what, man? Not to be a dick. You smell like fucking vomit. You got vomit all over your chest. And now I'm just driving up and down the street looking for a bluebird at two in the morning. I can't see shit. This is where it ends, bro. You got to get out of the car. But you know what? He didn't get pissed that time. He like understood. He's like, all right. All right. All right. I'm sorry, man. Please don't report me. Please don't like get the cancellation or the cleanup fee. And I think that then it finally hit like why he was worried because he thought I was going to like lie and get a cleanup fee. He didn't throw up in my car. It's on his shirt. I don't give a shit. I'm not in this job to like screw people over. I'm just like, dude, it's all good, man. I'm not going to report you. Don't even trip. Go find your bluebird, okay? So I leave, and I'm always worried about rides like this. Like, I'm going to get one star and reported. No, dude, he gave me five stars, and he gave me a $10 tip. The thing is, the bluebird, it, it stuck with me. I didn't think much of it at the time. And then I look in the paper the next morning. And it said, a young man falls to his death walking off a cliff because he was drunk. And on the paper, there's the mortuary truck and it says Bluebird Mortuary on it. He was looking for the Bluebird. And it said Bluebird Mortuary. Now I'm just fucking around, dude. He was just drunk out of his mind. And he was thinking of a fucking Bluebird when there's no goddamn Bluebird on this fucking street. He was drunk. <laughs> that bit was from Twilight Zone, in case you're wondering. I didn't make that up. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, those are just a couple stories. I had one other one that I wanted to tell you guys, but we're running out of time here. So I'm going to save that for another episode because that one's fucking insane. I still actually I have a bunch more, but I just want to kind of give a quick synopsis of the vomit stories. They're exaggerated, though. I mean, I'm telling you these stories. I've done probably 14,000 or more rides between Uber and Lyft. So they don't happen all the time. It's very rare and very few and far in between that these rides actually happen. They're usually at night. Um, I can't think of one that's ever happened during the day, but that first one I told you about happened around 830 at night. So it wasn't like deep at night or late in the night. So yeah, just be careful. Just be cognizant. Just watch body language and you should be good. That's it, guys. This is week two. Ridecast 24-7. We'll see you soon.